0: Welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Hello, mom, Changing the World. This is Akua Walker, your host and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, Child Development Nurse Practitioner, and Parent Coach of the Be Calm Parenting System, here again to share another interview with an incredible mom who is changing the world. And as together, as we link arms, we're all changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. I'm super excited to introduce to you Jennifer Kurani, Uh, Who comes to us by way of a friend and fellow author? She's a children's book author. And her friend, Misha Nalvani, was able to connect us together through an interview that we did. um, I did with Misha a little while back on her book, Practically Vegan. And uh, after you listen to our episode today, make sure to go back to episode 49 to check that one out. And today we get to spotlight some incredible work that Jennifer is doing as the author of three books a big birthday hug, a great adventure, and feeling special. Jennifer Kurani was born and raised in New York City and spent her childhood always using her imagination. As an adult, she worked at Scholastic in children's publishing, edited creative writing essays, and developed web content for parents and students. She lives in New York City with her husband, two loving children, and her dog. She <laughs> believes in spreading the love, and um, spreading the joy in all that she does. The quote that we're going to start off with today is one that she shared with me. And it goes, your speed doesn't matter. Forward is forward. Again, your speed doesn't matter. Forward is forward. And this is so great because we're often in such a race. We're often in such a hurry. And especially when we're talking about and dealing with little children, sometimes it can be frustrating for them to not be able to keep up with, you know, big adult legs as they're walking or running, right? Or or everything in the world seems so big that it can feel, they can probably feel really slow in it all. So thank you for sharing this quote, and I'll let you share a little bit more about it before we dive in.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And yeah, as you said, the quote is something I believe in. And my character Turtle was inspired by this quote as well, because... Turtles are slow. <laughs> <And> <laughs> as a child growing up, of course, I, you know, as every child, we go to school, we have friends, we live in an environment. And today, in this day and age, it's even harder to keep up sometimes with all the changes. And I just try to explain to my audience, as well as my own children, that you will get to where you have to be. You just need to focus and take your time. It's okay. We'll all get there.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, The the goal is to move forward. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. I love that. Great. Good. Well, I can't wait to hear more about your characters and your books, but first, you know, why don't you tell us about yourself and your life these days?
1: Yeah, so like you mentioned, I was at Scholastic, and after I had my first son, my first child, I decided to become a stay-at-home mom, and um, that had its challenges, of course. But <laughs> right. uh, you know, after a while, I I realized that you know I have time to do more, and that's mm-hmm. when I decided to write my first book, and of course, again going through the struggles of getting it published, that was. Uh, That was a reality check, because I wasn't working for so long. And I was already Mm -hmm. in that industry. So I should have known what to expect. Mm -hmm. And to some point I did once I started putting my manuscript out there. But, uh, you know, eventually it worked out for me. And and now I'm three books later. So, and of course, now also, in addition to the books, each book has turned into a short animated film that I'm trying to put onto a streaming service on a platform for, right. you know, for the audience to
0: see it. Right. To right. Exactly. I love that. You know, I think a lot of the like stay at home moms or moms who've been in and out of the workforce are really going to relate to you today because that you know, what you mentioned about not working for a long time or wanting to, you know, be home with your children and then wondering what to do with the extra time as they grow. I think a lot of moms who are in their boat, you know, can definitely relate.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I have so many friends who are, you know, whose children are now in their college years, uh, just as mine are. And um, there is more time. And there's so much more opportunity and the resources are endless. So why not take advantage of all this that we have?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll say right at the outset that, you know, I love moms who are doing, you know, what their passion is in, in all different ways, right? Whether you work outside of the home or you work from home, where you work part-time, where you, you know, decide to pause your, your work and your passion while you're raising your kids. I want to say, you know, from the outset that we need all moms, right, in all walks of life, and you know, as one who's worked outside of the home since my children, you know, were born, I've know I know how important you know some of my friends who are stay-at-home moms, or some of my of the other moms in the classes of my kids, you know, what it what that's meant to me because it meant that they they could go to the field trips, you know, when I couldn't arrange that day, or you know, they could uh, help in a pinch with the pickup when you know last minute schedule changes came up so from the outset I have to say thank you
1: well (laughs) it it definitely it takes a village it takes a village to raise kids that's an old adage but it's actually very true I had a lot of fun with my family when I had both my kids and uh, I don't know how I would have managed without it because right, right. it's exhausting <laughs> it is time consuming and um yeah yes, you know I didn't expect motherhood to be this
0: challenging sure sure and yeah that's that's one of the, the questions coming up for sure why don't you tell us a little bit about what you did expect you know, well for, for uh, I
1: I expected Everything I read in the books, I (laughs) (laughs) when you when you read about how to sleep train an infant and feed and everything makes sense on paper, right? But you bring this infant home from the hospital, all of a sudden things change because now they're crying when they shouldn't be crying, according to the book. And
0: <laughs> right. they're,
1: they're so sleep deprived and <laughs> yes. that sleep deprivation oh is very, it's challenges you to focus. And uh, yeah. that was what I faced was real. I didn't realize how much I depended on sleep. To perform <laughs> and function.
0: Um, Until you had kids.
1: And Until I had kids. And then, of course, as they get older and you, you know, you become more comfortable and you understand their language and, you know, you would you adapt. But you also realize you are sacrificing so much of yourself when you are learning this language and when you are adapting to their ways and their needs (laughs) and their needs are constant. You can't just say, hey, I'm taking a five minute break. Just hold off. You have to be on point all the time. So yeah. it was quite challenging. But, um, you know, as my son always says, that these are the best memories no. you've created in your life. <laughs> so, you know, right. I, I agree with him. He's, right. he's, he's 19 now. So um, mm-hmm. I'm happy that he's happy about the way
0: right.
1: his journey life, <laughs> like, Right, yeah. right.
0: The way life, life evolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah. I uh, always joke. You know, that same, so much like you, you know, working in child development, I read all the books, I thought I knew everything right I was good to go and then, you know, the baby came along and she hadn't read the books. Right, and she didn't know <laughs> everything that I knew, and didn't really care. <laughs> right, absolutely. and so then it's like, okay, you know, now you got to figure it out and learn each other, right? Learn right. together how the yeah. how the process goes. That's yes, great.
1: absolutely, and yeah. and I think that's that is important though. Learning learning about other people as well. I feel yeah. when you learn about others, there's so much that you can grow from. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I just, um, I tell my kids all the time that you don't need to understand everyone as long as you accept them and for what they are, who they are, and somehow you will learn from everyone. You may mm-hmm. not even realize it, but that's the mm-hmm. whole goal is to just cohabitate and learn.
0: as well, yes we go. Yeah. I mean, that adds a really nice layer to the idea of being a lifelong learner, you know, <laughs> which is something I talk about a lot. And I, I really love being. But you're so right that as we connect with people, we connect with our children and we learn our children, but we also are connecting and interacting with people all around us who have their own backgrounds and their own family history and their own, you know, stuff that they're bringing to that moment. And so if we can, you know, be like you said, be there with them in the moment, wherever they are, Uh, we don't have to, you know, know all the answers to all the questions. We don't have to get it all. But if we can be present with them and, you know, seize the moment for what it is. Uh, we can all learn and grow from those experiences.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely.
0: That's great. Good. Well, you know, around here, we love talking about food. And as moms, <laughs> we're constantly having to feed our families. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: definitely food so, is a big part of our lives.
0: Um, yes. Yeah. So, you know, what are your go to meals these days? And um, so some of I, Healthy snacks
1: yeah no i i've been uh, cooking for a really long time and i enjoy it and yeah. uh i do believe that yes a healthy a healthy balanced meal will help my family perform better Absolutely. and you know have more energy and be more focused but of course we're all human so we like to yeah. indulge as well <laughs> um, but i i Find that if I have a few go to meals, such as I love making this vegan lasagna. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's actually from your previous guest, Nisha Milvani. Yeah. I took some cooking classes from. So definitely vegan lasagna. We love Mexican cuisine. So, you know, bowls, Mexican bowls, burrito wraps with any type of filling, chicken, veggies. And then snacks, you know, I try to always have guacamole in the house and hummus, pita chips, lots of fruit, and of course cookies. We always (laughs) have to have cookies in
0: the house. Yes, the favorite Um, treat to balance it all out.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, but I mean, the reality is, I I find just overall having uh, healthy options in the home allows for having some healthy, unhealthy options as well. And right. just through exercise, you know, living a very active lifestyle would also help balance all of that that we intake. And yeah. um, I think it's important not to be sedentary. I think it's, you know, very important to just stay active and it, it'll
0: and balance, balance everything out, Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yes. Yes. We love our Taco Tuesday around here, <laughs> yes. and I love that we can kind of mix it up. The, mm-hmm. You know, some weeks we prefer, you know, shrimp instead of the you know the basic ground turkeys. You yeah. know, our, our usual go-to because it's so quick and easy. Yeah, um, and a little more healthful. But every once in a while, yeah, I love to to mix it up. And I can, I usually make it a bowl with lettuce or lettuce cups or, you know, right. for lettuce, you know, leaves, but then the, yeah, the kids love the quesadillas and the tortillas, yeah. they melt the cheese in and then they make their own little burritos. So yeah, you know, vegan lasagna, that sounds delicious. I'm going to have to ask Misha about Wait. that. I was flipping in her cookbook and I didn't see it. So I might have to ask her. To give that one to me, if she wouldn't mind sharing it. <laughs> Absolutely, it's listen.
1: Anything that's delicious and quick. I mean, right, healthy. Right. It's just the way I I would love to prepare for my family. Yeah.
0: Yes. And guacamole, yes, gets uh, those great avocado um mm-hmm. oils, right? So it's such healthy fats, and uh, yeah, and always again, have that in the
1: Right. Learning from each other. Yeah. And just, yeah. Know, I mean, I'm not a vegan, but a vegan lasagna suits me.
0: Right. So, had, had, right. I,
1: had I not been open to the concept, I just wouldn't have ever introduced it. And now everyone in the house loves it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, one of my, yeah, the memories of like the best lasagna I had was a, like a vegetarian one, I think, because it, did use regular cheese, but it was eggplant, yeah. um, you know, kind of based. And I couldn't believe how delicious it was and not have any meat in it. <laughs> well, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> we gonna <better> move on. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So yeah. Tell me, you know, about how you came to find your passion.
1: Well, so I growing up, I, I like spending time with myself, I enjoy my own company. And uh, so picking up a book was just very natural for me. And yeah. I I love reading, I enjoyed it. And I still do, it just became a passion. And, you know, after working at Scholastic, I, I felt and after leaving it, I felt a bit of a withdrawal that mm. I was no longer a part of this world. And mm-hmm. uh, so I just said, why not write my own and share my thoughts with everyone. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. And so then how did you get inspired to write your first book?
1: So I was a stay at home mom, and my husband was working. And I was reading a lot of books to my son. And a lot of them were just focused on mom and child. And I was I wasn't able to find a father and child book as easily. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe Turtle can have a dad who is mm-hmm. his, mm-hmm. you know, go-to parent. Because I always feel mm-hmm. the mom is the one that, you know, the child ends up going to all the time, if, especially if she's home. So oh, okay. uh, I decided to write about the father, the big turtle, in the first book, The Big Birthday Hug. Mm-hmm. And, and it's about this little turtle who wants to get his dad a, a special birthday gift. And uh, he, he goes searching throughout the day and he sees all his friends, the bee, the squirrel, the rabbit and the firefly. They all have special gifts for his father, but he couldn't manage to find one. But at the end, he realizes a hug was sufficient and his dad was very happy. Oh! So, <laughs> all, all he needed was, that, was a hug. So,
0: that is awesome. I love that. I love that. And so then in writing that book and, and your others, you know, yeah. how do you how do you feel like it's impacted the children, you know, inside your home and outside of your home?
1: Well, I feel like when you're reading a book to your child, you're sharing a moment with them and it's just mm-hmm. you and that child.
0: Yeah.
1: And I hope the message messages in my books resonate and make the child understand as well as the parent. To understand what is important. And, like, for example, in my book, Feeling Special, it's about Turtle who doesn't believe in himself and he doesn't think he's special and he compares Mm. himself to all his friends who he believes are special. Mm -hmm. And I hope that a message like that can help a child see that they have something to offer also. And with a parent by their side who respects them, loves them, you know, encourages them their confidence I think it can just help pave a healthy path for that child to follow
0: yeah yes it's yeah there is something special about that you know sitting with a child cuddling up if you know if they like to cuddle and really just getting in there with a, a story or a book like you said it, it it's a really special time and oftentimes families will have it as part of their bedtime routine or you know, their rest time in the afternoon or after school as a reconnection point. So that is really, really special to put into the family routine. You know, I tell families um, if they don't necessarily have that, you know, 10 to 20 minutes a day where they're reading with their child every day, we know it's huge for child development, brain development, language development, social development. I mean, all the developments, right? Pre-academic, it's it's all integrated in there when we meet with our children. So if, um, you know, one tip to share is if you don't have it as a routine with your children or grandchildren, even nieces and nephews, just plug it into the, the flow of your time, you know, with that somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then read, yeah.
1: I find reading to, if you have more than one child, reading to them even separately, individually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you'll get a different reaction from them mm-hmm. and. That time is special for that child with their parent, yeah. as opposed to how my kids compete for my time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, really? I'm shocked. Yeah. Children competing for their parents' attention.
1: <laughs> the sad part is, well, mine are 19 and 16, and they're still competing. <laughs> I know, as as I know. Uh, sweet as it is, it, it does make me laugh sometimes.
0: <laughs> right, right. You're right. Yeah. You know, making yeah. it that special one-on-one time. And sometimes yeah. when there are siblings or, yeah, you have multiple children who are constantly kind of pulling at you, that can be a really special, sweet way to to really make sure that child is seen, to listen to how they're reacting. Like you said, let them know that they're they are special, cared for, yeah. um, loved. So that's beautiful. Do you get a chance to read your books to children in classrooms or libraries? I-
1: I do, yeah. I yeah. Um,
0: what's I, that like? I
1: visit classrooms. I've done Zoom readings during oh, the yeah. time, yeah. um, yeah. which yeah. is really nice for the for the kids to enjoy that and yeah. uh, private events fundraisers. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm happy. To read. I'm happy to read to anyone. <laughs> anyone. Yeah,
0: that's great. And what, uh, you know, what are some of the you know memories you have, maybe one or two highlights from when you've been reading your book or when you've been doing, you know, a, a talk uh, or sharing, you know, maybe something fun that a child has said or something that you maybe didn't even recognize about the book until somebody else's eyes, you know, right, kind of reflected right. it back to you.
1: Well, I, I find, um, there's a little activity I do with them where I ask each of them to write down what why they feel they are special mm-hmm. and and everyone shares that and it can be as simple as I'm special because I wear glasses or yeah. I'm special because you know I have three brothers or you know yes. it's, it's very innocent and what's so valuable to them we may not even think twice about <laughs> right we we were not even thinking that way. so i i enjoy seeing that and hearing that language mm.
0: because
1: it is going down back to the basics and we tend to forget what makes yes. us special at the end of the day and right. it doesn't have to be extravagant and and that's actually what i wrote in my third book The great adventure, because it's Turtle again who (laughs) is—he seems so tortured. He's trying (laughs) to understand why his life seems boring. He thinks it's boring (laughs) compared to all his friends who he he feels is going off on great adventures. And uh, oftentimes, as a child, you compare, and even some adults are comparing, right? Especially with social media today, that um, you know someone else has a better life than me, and so with uh, with this story, he's dreaming about, oh, I bet my friends are here surfing, climbing. Mm. And mm. Uh, then he realizes at the end, they're just spending time with good company with each other. Yeah. And that's all that matters. So
0: yeah.
1: you can really feel good about yourself without having to be extravagant. Yeah. It all comes within. It, it all comes within <laughs> how much you believe in
0: yourself. Right, right. So much is perspective. And, yeah. you know, children and adults, you know, need those reminders that, um, yeah, that our lives, you know, are, are amazing. I mean, it's such a miracle. You know, that, that we make it from day to day, you know, you know, and, and yeah, we find health, we find fun, we find joy, and it's really like what we make of our lives, right? And like you said, you know, how we appreciate and have gratitude, you yes. know, for for the the small and big adventures that we find along the way. So, what a cute message to to remind kids of. And another theme is comparison, right? And yes. through the books, is comparing to what others are are doing, or giving, okay. or saying. You know, I think, yeah, such a big important lesson in life is that we can only live our own life and we can only live our own best life, right? Because we have the the gifts and the talents and the, you know, the makings of of an incredible life that nobody else has. And we don't have what, what, you know, what what, what other people have or our neighbors or, you know, the people on social media. And we can't live their best life (laughs) because we don't have. The skills and talents that's needed right. to live there. So, so yes, i You know, that's one thing I try to share with my children or remind my children of that. You know, you are blessed and you know lucky to have the life that you have, and only you can make the best of it. Only you can make the most of it.
1: I agree. Everyone's journey yeah. is their own, and you have yeah. the choice to steer it in whichever direction you want. And uh, we should be grateful for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every opportunity. Good, good. So, yes, we, you know, speaking of what makes you special and what makes you you know unique, you know, with all that's going on in the world right now, you know, there's so much to, there is so much to celebrate, but there is also so much like tension and there can be so much conflict in that. So, you know, uh, first, you know, share your family's ethnic makeup for those who, you know, maybe can't see you. And then, you know, how are you talking and how have you talked to your children about race and, and empathy as a whole?
1: Well, so I'm South Asian and I was born and raised in New York, but I am South Asian and my kids are also born and raised in New York, but we look South Asian. The color Mm -hmm. of our skin, the color of our Mm -hmm. hair. Mm -hmm. And despite being, it's 2023, but there's still racism out there. It exists. Mm -hmm. I have faced it growing up. My children have faced it up until last year. And, uh, yes, they were upset. I was upset, and it is tra- it can be traumatizing, right? It can change you as a person. It can you could you know feel bitter and angry and or you can try to learn from it and grow from it and make sure you don't treat anyone else in the same way. And that's how I wanted to tell teach my kids about this that no matter what, Like I said earlier, no matter what someone's lifestyle choice is or where they're from, they are human and Mm -hmm. humans have feelings. We all Mm -hmm. feel. So those feelings should be handled with care, with compassion, Mm -hmm. with empathy. And to me, that's very important that my children treat others the way they would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the message at home.
0: Mm-hmm. That was you know. really beautiful yeah it was really beautiful and you know <laughs> it's uh you know reminds me of the the sticker that we would put on you know or you have on boxes right handle with care right fragile oh, yes. you know <laughs> the side exactly. up. handle with care right you I mean, know we don't see that as often as we used to or put it on luggage you know we used to right. do that as well if we but had the, something delicate but that's the the same but idea we
1: are delicate the exactly. luggage is inanimate right it's an object but so, I mean exactly. please damage my luggage don't damage right. my heart because exactly. that stays with you forever and yeah. uh yeah. it is it is hard it, it's not easy
0: right right and you you bring up the golden rule right Do treat others the way you want to be treated do unto yeah. others as you want to have done yeah. to you and you know as simple as it is you know it is something that we're losing sight of in many ways um, as a whole and children especially, you know, need to kind of be taught and reminded that it's a very basic, you know, it's very basic rule, but it's so powerful, right? If we consider, you know, the other person and how we would want, you know, that other person to to treat us and walk a mile in their shoes and all of those sayings kind of point us in that direction.
1: Absolutely. and that's yeah. why I love having children as my audience, because yes, they have, yes. they're so impressionable. This is the time where we can really, really build a strong foundation for them. Their moral yeah. character, their yeah. you know, mindset, their mental health, everything I feel can just, they can absorb so much right now. So yeah. why not?
0: Exactly. And that's, you know, a big part of, you know, why, you know, I feel like moms changing the world is so important and that, you know, that idea that as mothers, we, like you said, are, are nurturing the the next generation, the next um, kind of a reiteration of the world, right? And if we want to see changes, if we want that world to be better, you know, we, we have to model it ourselves to our children, And we have to kind of help them develop and and nurture in the way we want them to go Um, and how we want to, how we see the world improved. Right. From it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I see you, you know, as a mom changing the world, using your voice as an author. (laughs) Yeah, as an influencer, a leader um, in children's, you know, uh, literature. Can you give us, you know, two or three tips um, on how, you know, you you do that?
1: I mean, I try to keep it simple. I just try to Mm -hmm. model good behavior and Mm -hmm. I try to be consistent about it. And I am human. So, you know, of course I react, but I try my best to always stay calm and composed and listen to when my children speak or anyone who speaks to me and just try to hear what they're trying, what they're saying. I think. Just by being patient and giving time, because time is so valuable, everybody's yeah. time is so precious, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like if I can be consistent in the way I speak, the way I react, the way I give time to everyone, mm-hmm. I think that is being mindful of others.
0: Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Well said, I think, yes, it, you know definitely speaks to you know the the be Calm system, the be Calm acronym. You know that I've created to help families do that, help parents do that. So the links to you know my my become system is there if you are interested in finding out more about how to kind of bring that calm you know to to those listeners in especially in those heated moments, right? When it's hardest, especially when the kids are melting down or they're overwhelmed yeah. or even we are overwhelmed, right? and um and you you know bring up you know two of the points in calm, the a and the l in the middle kind of go together. Because it's A for ask, you know, once we've calmed ourselves in the moment and modeled the, the kind of reaction that we're hoping to teach our children, you know, then we're able to better ask the questions that get to the heart of what's really going on in that moment. And then L, listen, we, we listen for, for the answer and not just the surface of the answer, but what might be underneath and what might be behind again the behavior as communication, right? And so this right. is a big part of that learning we talked about earlier, learning how do our kids, you know, communicate to us beyond words, because a huge part of communication is nonverbal and behavioral.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, so thank you for that reminder uh, around, you know, keeping, staying calm and composed in whatever way and that bringing that mindful approach. I think all, all these approaches...
1: Also apply to adults. I I don't think it's children. I think it's we tend to forget, and the best of us, you know, gets taken away sometimes. So I think it's just for everyone to just keep in mind.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as we're, you know, winding down, you know, how do you create balance and find joy in all that you are juggling?
1: Um, Well, I like to give myself time. I yes. definitely yes. feel that's very important because again, like I said, I'm human. I can't handle, right. I can't right. hold the world in my hands.
0: And, <laughs> and none of us are meant to. I, I, to I hope not. I
1: hope, I hope no right. one expects that. But I do think that giving yourself time is very valuable because that's, for me, it's the only way to be present for my family. If, yeah. if I'm in, if I'm in a good mood and Mm-hmm. <laughs> that trickles into the home. If I'm in a bad mood, it unfortunately <laughs>
0: trickles as well. So
1: right. I do need to just you know decompress sometimes
0: on my absolutely. own absolutely. absolutely, yes and you know you know even if it's just a few minutes, you know we talk about it you know every episode that it doesn't have to take hours you know to go yeah. somewhere in a salon or whatever but it you can just have a few minutes like you know b- before recording this, I had 10 minutes to do yoga. Yeah. And so I said, let Absolutely. me, you know, set aside just that ten minutes was yeah. enough to help me feel connected to my body, to help me feel stretched out and, and ready to take on, you know, the next thing. So,
1: yeah, thank you definitely.
0: for that reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and coffee and- helps.
1: Coffee. Really? coffee. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do it. drink a lot of coffee. You're a believer. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm a believer
0: of coffee. yes. Yeah. And so whether it's, you know, coffee's your drink of choice or tea or green tea, whatever it is, you yeah. know, get get that that hot cup in or that cold cup in mm-hmm. whenever when you need it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, uh, before we wind down, I wanted to ask a little bit more about, you know, how you brought your books uh, to life as far as the video aspects of it, because, you know, our world is so technologically, you know, evolving, where you know, Absolutely. many books, you know, have the audio version and, and some have the video version. Um, so yeah. I'm curious to know a little bit more about that.
1: Well, um, well, that's, what it, that's exactly what it was. I found that print was dying and uh, these are picture books. So illustrations matter. And I found a production team that I decided to work with and uh, it's called, they're called Bork Production. Uh-huh. And- They're based in Miami and South America. And when I spoke to them, I told them what my vision was. And they completely understood. We were in sync from the moment we met. And uh, so all three books have now come to life. They're four and a half minute short films. And hopefully they'll be streaming at some point for everyone to see.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, we'll have your information in the show notes so that we can keep up with that.
1: Definitely. Because,
0: yeah, you have both 2D and 3D. Yeah,
1: so Feeling Special is 3D because it did win uh, the Moonbeam Children's Book Award as well as the Purpen- Purple Dragonfly Award. And Congratulations. So I thank you, thank you. And then The Great Adventure and A Big Birthday Hug are in 2D. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that's so great. And yes, as people are consuming, right, media, you know, in a variety of ways, what a great thing to be able to offer, you know, not only the printed book, but yes. the, you know, the video you know, series of a video version. So yes, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And also, yeah, thinking of outside the box, I have to also mention I've seen a few productions and then, you know, we we love musicals and plays and live productions has been a, a really fun thing. And when my children were younger, especially we would go to the children's theater, not yes. too far from us and a few books that we would read you know were acted out or dramatized you know with sets and songs and you know there's you know when we think outside the box the sky's the limit you know with what can happen
1: yeah I remember taking my daughter to see Pinkalicious oh yes it's a book and (laughs) um, it was very sweet you know everybody was in pink and everyone had a wand like a fairy (laughs) (laughs) it was brilliant I loved it
0: I know, I know. Even that they're getting older, I still, you know, I still want to take them to those when I see them come through my (laughs) my email. Of course, (laughs) keep it alive. Have to keep it alive. Good, good. All right. Well, now I'd like to close with you know kind of a rapid fire set of questions. So, um, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go?
1: Uh, I would say Machu Picchu.
0: Yeah, and why is that?
1: I think it's just a a marvel to see what has been this part of this Incan civilization. I think it must be stunning and breathtaking.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting how many of the places we go can transport us into time, right? Back in time, different eras. And like you said, yes, such a rich history and yeah, again, civilization's yeah. coming to life, right? Yeah, <laughs> From the definitely. past yeah. into the present. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. What's your best advice to a mom who might be struggling right now?
1: Um be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Take it day by mm-hmm. day. is a good thing. But be kind. Mm-hmm. You're not perfect. Yeah. No one's expecting it. Expecting you to be perfect. Just right. don't be so hard on yourself. You're yeah. doing the best you can.
0: Right. Right, and what would you say to yourself as a young mom? Uh,
1: I would tell myself, mm. let my child have less structured days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like there it's important for them to use their own imagination and mm-hmm. use their use the time, some time in the day, to just figure out what they want to do and what their interests mm-hmm. are, so they can develop some more creativity, as opposed to having everything organized for them. Their whole day is planned out. I think it's very important for them to just discover and explore themselves.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. You know, we do prize so much of the, yeah, the, the structured classes or, yeah. um, you know, play date. The screen time and play yeah. dates. Yes. But yeah, you know, oftentimes when, you know, our generation was growing up, it was entertain, you know, find a way to entertain yourself, right? Grab a book or yeah. draw a picture or come up with a play with your friends, right? Yeah. Or like play a game outside. And yeah, same think we right. our children could be all the better for it when they say I'm bored I say good that means you get to use your creativity to right. figure out what you want to do right <laughs> exactly. exactly that's right that's right that's great and then finally what have you learned about yourself as a mom
1: uh I've learned that uh self-care is so important
0: mm-hmm. and um
1: like I said I if I don't take time out for myself I just can't be present for anyone not just my family for anyone I think taking care of yourself when you love yourself and take care of yourself first it's easier to give back
0: it really is yeah yeah there's that food analogy that I I love to come back to right is you know if you if you're like cooking you know a pot or a meal or a dish and you You know, you're sharing it, but, you know, the pot's getting empty, but you're still trying to dish people, you know, the the novins, you know, and, you know, nobody's going to want what's at the bottom of that pot. You know, (laughs) you have to take some time to replenish and, you know, cook and add some more ingredients, add some more goodness. And then people are happy to take, you know, what you have to give. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And then it kind of brings us back around to, you know, your your speed doesn't matter. Forward is forward. Right. That's right. One day at a time, one step at a time you know, do the next best thing, do the next thing that you can, and you'll be taking that step forward. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, good, good. Was there anything else that you wanted to share before we conclude today?
1: Uh, No, I, I've really enjoyed speaking to you. And thank you again for this opportunity. And I just wish everyone, you know, love
0: yes that's wonderful jennifer thank you so much for coming and sharing your books and your your wonderful perspective on things it's uh, so so nice to just have that yeah that calming those calming reminders right of what's really really important in the moment for our children for ourselves so yeah definitely
1: absolutely yes yes
0: why don't you tell us where people can find you
1: So I'm on Instagram as Jennifer Karani, Facebook as well. It's just my name or my website, jenniferkarani.com. So my name, it's just always going to be my name.
0: (laughs) Great. And we'll have, yeah, the spellings and all the the links in the show notes uh, for people to keep up with you in the books and, uh, you know, just like you said, sharing all of that love and forward. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I wish everybody listening an incredible rest of your day and rest of your week and keep changing the world one child at a time, one day at a time. Thanks for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the Moms We Interview and find out how to work with Akua as a parenting coach. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world,
1: one child at a time, one day at a time.
0: Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.